good morning. This is Tuesday on Tuesday. It is 4.13 Phoenix, Arizona time. The sun is yet to come up over the mountain. I think about another two hours, maybe a little bit longer. My schedule's been flipped upside down. Uh, I'm on a third shift, second shift, third shift type lifestyle over these last few weeks. I've been staying up late, getting work done, research done. Tonight I'm actually here needlepointing a bib for my beautiful grandbaby. She will be a year old next month, and this is her first Christmas. So I am needlepointing her name on a bib so I can get it in the mail and ship it off to Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Her name is Zofia, and her big brother, Brayden Silas, the heart of my heart, he will be six next month. Got some goodies for him, too, packaging things up and sending off all of my love back home to the Midwest while I stay warm here in the desert. So I wanted to talk about and discuss what it is like to live with an invisible illness. Um, I was in a motorcycle accident five years ago and my pelvis was broken into six pieces. The only reason I'm still alive is because my skin never broke. Had it of, as it should have, I would not be here. So the journey has been long. I've been through five major surgeries and I've had to learn to walk again twice. I was in a coma in the beginning for about a week. It was a drug-induced, given the physical situation, uh, before they could operate. Anyway, I've come a long, long way. I have fought good and hard. Um, I stopped any and all pain medication sooner than what was advised by doctors, um, mostly out of fear of becoming addicted. I know what the pharmaceuticals do to you. And so physical pain is a part of my life, a daily, nonstop part of my life. I don't know what it feels like to be pain-free, and I never will. Um, That's not something that anybody else can see. So when I am feeling in a lot of pain, but I have things to do, and I push myself to get up and out of the house, and I pull into a handicapped spot because I know I need to save my energy for the walking around in the store that I need to do. Maybe I'm there getting groceries. Um, I need to save that energy for inside the store. And walking far distance across the parking lot um, is not ideal. So I'll pull into a handicapped spot, hang up my handicap tag in the rearview mirror. And let me tell you, I have been yelled at by government workers pulling into the post office before. I have been talked about, whispered about, and usually I'll just smile and brush it off, but it causes for me to hesitate from using what I actually am given and have been granted by the state, and 
that is use of a handicapped space. Um, it's hard, you know. Friends and family, they ask how I'm feeling. Um, and I do have some that extra look out for me. But for the most part, people hear your story and they're like, Oh, wow, it's messed up. Oh my gosh, I'm so glad you're still here. But they don't take it into consideration because I maneuver and look to be totally fine. Sometimes I feel like I should be carrying around an x-ray so you can see all the bicycle chain looking metal that's holding me together and all the bones that are still broken and the metal rods that are cracked in half. Yet to this day, after multiple surgeries, and say, yep, this is what's going on. <laughs> um... I'm living in pain, I'm hurting, feels like somebody's kicking between my legs all the time, my legs are falling asleep and tingly and numb and frozen while I'm walking, um, you know, the pain in the low back feels like somebody's kicked me, and it's excruciating for the most part, and try not to talk about it, because who wants to hear that all the time? You know, so you keep it to yourself and you put your game face on and you just push through it. And it's hard. Sometimes I find myself needing to just sleep for a day, an entire day. I might wake up, use the restroom, drink some water, maybe get something to eat, and I can't stay awake. My body just needs to heal and rest and de-inflame because let me tell you chronic inflammation is not a joke Um, it suppresses the blood flow the oxygen the nervous system Um, living with neuropathy from the waist down is a very unpleasant thing Um, but again I push through it and it's difficult because more often than not Um, I look to be absolutely fine, healthy and mobile, and unless you're really watching me super close to see that my left leg is shorter than my right, to see that I have a slight limp or lag in my hip um, would really take for somebody to be focusing in on my walk, and I'm not quite sure that I want that either, but it's there. Um, It's visible if you know it. If you know to look for it. Um, it's not in my head. It's not imaginary. Um, like I say, I've got x-rays that would show you. But, yeah. Living a life with invisible trauma is not easy. And I live in a lot of fear for what's to come for me. You know, the body breaks down over time just with natural age. And I'm just curious how many other people live a life like this, like me, you know? Um, Who else has been in a motorcycle accident, pelvis broken to six pieces, and has come back from that, living a full life from that? Um, Obviously, I have a lot of things that I cannot do um, due to the injury. But there's things that I supplement and I do instead, and it works. It's a new way of life. I'm still learning it, even though the accident was five years ago. 
Um, it's been just three years since the second major uh, reconstructive surgery of my pelvis. Had that done by a top surgeon at Chicago Northwestern Hospital. And uh, yeah, I had to go out of state to have a proper reconstruction. Anyway, this podcast is going on 10 minutes. I was just feeling like I needed to get that off my chest, talk about it, open the door to invisible um, disease, trauma to the body. Nobody can see it. And so sometimes they don't believe it, even when you share. Anybody else out there? Tuesday on Tuesday, signing off.